I wish we would stop saying you can have it all. Let's start off with some radical honesty. I used to be a life coach. And many times I was that life coach. Some of you who have been following my blog for a while may even know that. And to you, I sincerely apologize. I even had the phrase, you can have it all on my business card, which makes me want to puke. As Groucho Marx so brilliantly said, I don't want to join a club that would have people like me as a member, which basically means we hate ourselves. And I'll be the first to admit that I am repulsed by certain parts of who I used to be, and still am. However, I wouldn't even be writing this article if it weren't for the fact that I used to buy this phrase hook, line, and sinker. Isn't it funny how that works? We tend to be the most passionate about showing everyone how we're totally not like our former self. Who am I fooling? I don't know. Not you, my dear reader. That being said, let's dig into how ridiculous this phrase is, not only because it's problematic for the people who believe it and at the heart of everything that's wrong with American society today, but in doing so, maybe I can partially vindicate myself from the bad karma I collected while sending this bullshit out into the world. Because I'm totally better now and would never look back on this time in my life with any regrets, right? Of course. All right. Let's get into it. At the core of this workaholic mantra is the broken American dream that's been conditioned into us since birth. What this phrase is trying to suggest is that we can be super successful and wealthy without sacrificing other areas of our life. That's impossible. It's funny because as I said that word impossible, I imagined a chorus of voices with shirts that read impossible with the line through it, jumping out of their seats to declare, no, you can do it, Dave Buddha. Impossible has become a dirty word in the entrepreneur slash self-help slash neurotically up-leveling your life community. God forbid I accidentally step on someone's dreams by not treading lightly around that word. Look, I'm not saying that we shouldn't build huge businesses or make lots of money I'm just saying that we should get honest about the true cost of doing so. Justine Musk, Elon Musk's first wife, said this on Quora when responding to a question on what it takes to be like Richard Branson or Elon Musk. Quote, Extreme success results from an extreme personality and comes at the cost of many other things. Extreme success is different from what I suppose you could just consider success. So know that you don't have to be Richard or Elon to be affluent and accomplished and maintain a great lifestyle. Your odds of happiness are better that way. But if you're extreme, you must be what you are, which means that happiness is more or less beside the point. I love what she said there. Happiness is beside the point. The truth is, Happiness isn't everyone's priority, and you gotta do you. Maybe you're insanely dedicated to sending rocket ships to Mars. I don't know, but if that's you, rock on with your entrepreneurial self. Just don't expect to be happy, and don't expect it to make you happy either, or fill the gaping hole in your self-esteem. 
We always have to choose what's actually important to us. And our refusal to do so by using useless phrases like, you can have it all, is childish and lazy. It's like walking into a restaurant and telling the waiter, I'll just have it all. Not only is that totally ridiculous, but you wouldn't actually want it all if you could have it. Take parenting, for example. As everyone knows, parenting takes a lot of time and energy. So some people find it stressful to balance time between family and work. Let's assume you don't have kids yet and you're really into your work so it's clear that being a parent would overload your life. Here's a radical idea. Seriously consider not having kids. If you don't make things a priority in your life, it's probably because you don't want to do it in the first place. So quit lying to yourself and quit lying to your girlfriend who keeps talking about your future family together. Or have kids, but stop trying to build that seven-figure business and instead get a job that pays enough to cover your bills. Either way, be a grown-up and choose. I remember when I was a Navy officer and some of the sailors that worked with me would complain about being in the Navy as if someone drafted them into painting the side of a ship all day. I would nicely remind them, this isn't Vietnam, and they volunteered to do this. It's insane how we can become a victim of the choices we freely make. When good isn't good enough. The other thing I see is many entrepreneurs using, quote, you can have it all, to cover up their disastrous personal lives. My personal belief is that most of us have strayed so far from what it feels like to be in a loving, intimate tribe of like-minded people in physical proximity to us that we don't even know what a great personal life looks like. We think that having a few friends and a girlfriend who isn't mad at us is good enough, and that sucks. It's the standard of survival, which is what more and more entrepreneurs are measuring their personal lives by. My wife doesn't hate me? Check. I haven't cheated? Check. We're officially quote-unquote having sex? Check. Most of us are happy if everything is good in our love lives, never once questioning that maybe we've lowered our standards to the point that we forgot what things like deeply nourishing friendships, mind-blowing sex, and being fully and authentically yourself even feels like. Why am I picking on entrepreneurs, you ask? Mostly because I'm surrounded by them. But day job people do this too. In fact, we all do it because it's a part of the culture. Look, we elected Donald fucking Trump as our president, a man who literally has it all and is a complete train wreck of a human being. When will we learn? Well, I don't think it's a question of learning. I think this is just the way humans are. Dogs fetch, birds sing, and humans work tirelessly for bullshit that doesn't make them happy. We've been doing it since the dawn of civilization 10,000 years ago. The only thing that changes is our justifications. You can have it all. We'll come and go as a cultural fad. And after it's gone, we'll move on to the next catchy phrase that hides the fact that we're just workaholics who don't want to admit we have an addiction. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. It's a real thing. And whether or not we want to admit it, we're going to keep doing this until we sit down and consciously decide what's important to us and what's not. Only then 
when we've figured out what we don't care about, what we don't give a fuck about, can we simplify our life to the point where we can focus on the things that matter instead of trying to do everything, which never works like we hoped. This has been I Wish We Would Stop Saying You Can Have It All, written and read by Dave Buddha. For a written version of this article, if you're listening to a podcast, you can go to buddhaism.com. And you can also leave me an iTunes rating and review, which is a great way to support this podcast. And if you want to just send me a message and say you appreciate it, I would love that too. You can hit me up at buddhaism.com, B-O-O-D-A-I-S-M.com. And just look for the contact page. See you next week.